Have you ever had a crazy dream that just throws a bunch of random pieces of your life at you and they're all mixed up in the most nonsensical way? You wake up and you're just kind of like, what the fuck was that? Well, that's basically the best way to describe this podcast. I'm Juby, and I'm just trying to make sense of it all. So, I was absolutely planning a second part to last week's sex episode. However, this week was just too hot for that, in more ways than one. But what's better than sex? Well, nothing really, unless it's anything Lin-Manuel Miranda related. He's my Broadway boyfriend, and he can do no wrong in my mind. Nope, not even that Mary Poppins sequel. And so I went to see Hamilton this weekend with family. And to see that masterpiece at the end of this week? Ugh. I have so much pride in the fact that a Puerto Rican, a New Yorican, created this pivotal contribution to culture and the arts. And as a Puerto Rican, I have so much rage about how that little island of my ancestors has been raped and pillaged for centuries. And as an American, aware of all of the privileges that come with being an American, and who has spent significant time outside of these imaginary borders, I'm pretty comfortable with saying that this country ain't shit. I said what I said, so what do you want me to do, go back to where I came from? I'm pretty sure I don't fit in my mama's baby shoot anymore. And anyway, she was born here in New York. And her mama was born in Puerto Rico, which, ding, 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 officially makes me a third-generation American. Remember, Puerto Ricans have indeed been classified as United States citizens since 1917, even though we are very often grouped with and treated like immigrants. Prior to that, Puerto Ricans were subjects of Spain. Went there, kind of hated it. For the record, the last known immigrant in my immediate bloodline is a white grandma from Ireland. I haven't been there yet. Hmm, maybe I should check it out. But this week wouldn't be the first time that I and many, many, many black and non-black people of color have heard go back to where you came from. In fact, just last summer, a loudmouth hunchback neighbor of mine said it as a group discussion wound its way to the experiences that different people have in this country of ours. And she sure didn't like it when I told her the indigenous population of this country should put her ass back on a boat to whatever European cave her ancestors crawled out of. Don't even fucking start with me, Carol, because I can end it and it will not be pretty. Go back to where you came from. If that ain't some entitled racist bullshit, I don't know what is. The audacity to believe that some people must be foreign because they don't share your European heritage in a country that was stolen from its native inhabitants? Please. Never mind that if it weren't for the indigenous population or the enslaved Africans forcibly brought here, plus a vast majority of immigrants over hundreds of years, the relative comfort that these fucking fuckers have become accustomed to would not even exist. This outpouring of racism and anti-immigrant rhetoric over the last few years is shocking to some. I'm only shocked that people are actually shocked. We, and by we I mean me and most other people of color, always knew it was there. A constant undercurrent of ugliness deeply rooted in this country's soil. Side note, while I was writing this script, autocorrect changed soil to soul, but that's also accurate. So the noticeable difference is that since 2008, and especially after 2016, the racism in this country has simply been practiced more openly. I mean, it's damn near sanctioned by the current federal administration at this point. And those most astonished by it have generally never been and never will be affected by it in their day-to-day -day lives. I navigate these streets, this country, and the world as a black woman. I've never been able to not see it. I'll tell you what, though. I would love to go back to where I came from. It's been a dream of mine for years to settle into a little beachside cottage in Puerto Rico and live among my people. 
on an island that is consistently ranked as one of the happiest places on earth. In this fantasy, I eat mangoes and cuchifritos all day, and I never have to own another winter coat. But Puerto Rico is fucked up right now. Correction. Puerto Rico has been fucked up and fucked over for years, years and years and years. This didn't just start with some thrown paper towels after a hurricane. So this hijo de un gran puta governor, oof, child, you know, his great-grandfather came from Spain. Can he go back to where he came from? Because it's obvious that the people on that beautiful island do not want him there anymore. Like cancer, Twitter fingers can show up anywhere, not just on that app. And this somanaviche was just tap, tap, tapping up a diseased, quirty storm. But alas, what's done in the dark always comes to light. And all of the vile things he has said about his countrymen and constituents have shown how unfit he is to govern and represent the people of Puerto Rico. Huh. That sounds familiar. I wonder why. Hmm. This Ricky Leaks incident has simply confirmed what so many Puerto Ricans have long been saying about the corruption of the government there. They want and deserve a leader and administration that is going to work in the island's best interests. Protests demanding Roseo's resignation have been taking place in Puerto Rico for about a week. And those of us from the diaspora that are spread around the U.S. and the world have been protesting as well in solidarity. Because that's where our hearts and souls live. And we've all felt the effects as agents of foreign governments have shit on Puerto Ricans for 526 years. Listen, it's easy for me to say that those protests must continue for as long as it takes to get that bum bitch and his family out of there. I don't live in PR. I'm not missing work, and I'm not directly impacted by the mismanagement of government and the loss of services, but my heart. My heart is with my people, and they are worthy of so much more than they have been forced to endure. Freedom. Get it. By any means necessary. This week's episode was inspired by the Young Lords Party and those of us forced to be hyphenated others in the United States of America. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about on the next episode, so just tune in on Monday.